Welcome to the Thoughts on Kimmy Moss podcast. Yeah. Pretty good one. Like you say, particularly for where we're, what we're doing at the moment. Yeah. Getting the ice, the breathing. And then I like the bit where she was talking about getting people in and someone didn't make three minutes and she was like, oh, you know, like <laughs> this recorded she'd lost her perfect record and and just that idea of it's the ice is is so individual it's for that it's for the person and the person alone like it's the same yeah the shared experience but i like the knee bend the knee bend the knee bend for eye contact yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) when you can when you can see someone's potential in them but they just you know they're they're like flaking out because they're just not you know then they're flaking out to flake out type thing. As yeah. Given the knee bend and the eye contact. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's really, really important just to have, to have those people around that can keep on mm. not really pushing, but being like a marker that you, that you want to reach without striving or overly pushing for it. I guess that's the ultimate balance. Yeah, and and I think also to to help uh, keep you there. Yeah, you know when when maybe you can't quite do it yourself in that period of time, but you know you can. You just need someone else to you know keep you up. Mm. And that's I was just thinking back to when we we were in with Kimmy in the ice. It's quite a different feeling to be in that environment, the Deuce environment again. And then the, the environment that we create when people come down to Brighton and we, we take them through yeah. the ice. And then when we've done bigger, bigger groups, yeah. been to lots of bigger groups and how, how it differs every time like yeah. you get something different from each, each group that you do it with mm. each experience that you have. It's almost like, oh, I go to a big group to be with lots of people to go through a shared thing. And then I go in on my own to have this kind of experience. And yeah, and the importance of doing lots of different, having many different experiences, even though it's the same thing. Yeah. Each one is a different, every time is a different experience and every um, group or, or, or in, environment is a different experience i think that's there's something in that combined with the idea of intention like why you're going in and it not being about time and someone said uh to us yesterday about the physical benefits of it or it'd be really good for runners and it's like yeah ice baths are good for runners like that's one part yeah and then i feel like kimmy's doing it for the more mental reasons yeah or the psychological ones and the than the physiological ones you yeah. have a physiological response and that area seems to be quite an exciting place to be yeah i wonder if it's i wonder if that's because like people are so used to like almost diverting the attention away from themselves like oh yeah i do the ice it's really great for my legs after I've, after i've been running you know rather than 
seeing it as a way to go internal like people are still not comfortable with some people are still not comfortable with going internal yeah and i guess it shows the the wide range of the spectrum to have a tool that can that can do many different things for you yeah just thinking about that i wonder if that's a similarity between people say doing a marathon and in that dark part around the mile 22 when you go in first half first half you're like oh this is great look at all the people having a good time of my life harder (laughs) yeah having the time of my life and then you're like oh my god why am i doing this every (laughs) every step is like i could quit on this step and you start to go in uh and I, i wonder that there are many things like that that people then don't they don't experience those things like i think everyone everyone there is just a list of things i believe everyone has the potential to do and you, you go through them oh man run I... a marathon just to see what it to mm. experience it get in the eyes to experience it and they all chip away and prod at a different part of you know, but even when you christmas lunch with your family who you really don't want to see or, or you know, even, have the conversation. Even when you know that those things exist, they're sometimes hard to, to sit in. <laughs> even when you have yeah. the awareness of it, you know, it's, it can be hard, let alone be yeah. unconscious of it. Do you think with a lot of physical stuff now, be it a marathon or lots of the more charity-based things, it catches people out in that way? Because they just do take you to an inner world at mile 22, but you've done it for this great experience. You know, I've done it to raise money, which yeah. is highly commendable and it catches people out. They're like, I was not expecting this, which they then break through and finish. And they're like, Oh my God, that was amazing. Kind of maybe the physical body saying never again, but it's, <laughs> created a certain part of curiosity within the mind going that really on some level that was incredibly nourishing uh, it's definitely a story i've heard i couldn't, couldn't definitively say either way i suppose they are the people that have never done a marathon for example and then they end up getting really into running post the experience mm. like maybe they can't articulate what it's given them because you know once you've got your physical fitness, you've kind of got your physical fitness. I don't ever remember doing training sessions where I'm like, Oh, I feel so much physically fitter today than I did yesterday. <laughs> but you know, there's definitely like, Oh, that was a really good session. Yeah. And, and maybe that is that they've been unable to articulate why that's a good session. And it's because I was like super stressed out or I needed to process like, you know, some grief or whatever else. And so maybe that is a, Demonstrated by the people that continue to to run in that example after after carrying a rhino suit on them for twenty six miles, <laughs> which, which I'm sure can take you to a, an inner world. <laughs> That's a whole you, other world of suffering. When the eyes on the head on the mask like dislodge and you're not looking through and you're just running blind. Um, <laughs> is there anything that you've done? Uh, well, anything wise that's been similar to the ice 
like other experiences that you've I've done pretty purgatory experiences uh nothing nothing similar to the ice because I don't I guess the the thing about the ice is it takes you to a place so quickly mm. of uncomfortableness so quickly that the whole experience is over in five well the whole uh the experience of getting in the ice and getting out of the ice is over within a few minutes. Yeah. Um, going to those level of levels of discomfort. I've been there with other things, but it's taken days and you know, yeah. to get there because you're just in the normal environment as you know, without any, any stresses on you. So those um, things being, yeah, like, uh, like fasting or, you know, super long periods of meditation. Yeah. Uh, being physically, crushed by very long periods of meditation yeah because that's that must be quite like a slow burn like yeah exactly exactly and you only you only get there by putting the hours in but with the ice you get there within like 10 seconds yeah right and then you pass through that within a minute or thereabouts and then you kind of get to a place where you know, after a couple of minutes, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can recognize it's really uncomfortable, but I can, you know, I just, I want to sit, I want to be with it. And, uh, How do you think you would have been in the old, the old Chris Baker at the record label if you knew about Ice Baths? Uh, you know, I, I think I probably would have been very capable of doing it because I was also doing the triathlons at that period of time. Yeah. And I was quite stoic. I don't so think more I, of a I don't, sport way. More of a grind it out way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would have, I would have done it once or twice. In fact, I used to do ice baths when I was doing the triathlons, but actually now looking back at the ice baths, they weren't really ice baths. They were just a little bit of water with a couple of freezer fulls of ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the, in itself is quite funny, the perception of an ice bath. You know, yeah. Kimmy, Kimmy mentioned in her podcast, you know, yeah, like all the football players were doing ice baths, but they'll actually stand in it to like knee, knees down or yeah. you know, only hips down. They wouldn't get in it right up to their neck. Yeah, the There's something about ice bath is. Uh, when, when we take people into the ice mm. and... And, and and watching others in other situations when it goes above the heart, mm. like there well, seems it, to be a line where people will sit and it's just below. Yeah, the pictures that you take perfectly illustrate that because when I was in there the other day, and I get in as low as I possibly can get, so it's yeah, my yeah. chin, my chin is in the water. I was like, how does James take these pictures? Because like my eye, my eye <laughs> level is like underneath the the, the outer box. Yeah, and I looked at the pieces. Like, oh, like people's shoulders are out. Like people yeah. aren't getting all the way down. It's like there's still an extra le- level for them to go down into. Yeah, and like it's and that's quite interesting because they say the diaphragm, it, like this, it's a real barrier, isn't it, to emotion and and we store things below. Hence the breathing right struggles. Right. So going above that, it starts to. I guess you you it, or not you it must create an involuntary response when the, had, the cold goes above the diaphragm and you're like, <gasps> like you, you kind yeah. of keep on. Then what happens when it goes, when the heart starts to go in, because then it's really got to I've go had ex- somewhere. I've had experiences this year when 
when my emotion had been so at the edge of my capabilities at getting in has made me feel physically sick for about 10 or 15 seconds like my stomach really? is just going absolutely crazy like the the response is so above and beyond like what the usual first 30 second response is mm. and, and you know i don't know if that's connected you know if that's that but certainly like my stomach's been churning beyond belief wow yeah i, I see i See, I wonder if I just have this ability to, to numb. And then it's just a, like, like, a, like a will, a willpower, an excessive mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. that it just, because I, I don't, I've never felt that way about going the ice. I've probably just, I've probably never felt more than I have feeling like reluctant to go in more of like it just a complete shut down and just turn up step in down in mm. uh and be there yeah yeah i wonder what that says yeah i was, I was also thinking yesterday about because yesterday with it I, I got in and i dunked which i don't normally do in the, the freezer because mm. more than anything it's just a bit awkward but there's yeah. definitely also resistance but you know, my intention yesterday was just like, I just needed to wash away <laughs> the day the day previously. Yeah, and so I I needed to put my head under because I needed to physically wash everything over my body. Yeah, water over my body to to wash it away, almost like a baptism in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's something really still I find with going into the ice, like it's completely submerging that mm. cold water. But it's, it see, like there's there's a real there's almost with the cold. There's a quietness. Yeah. Like everything is just stopped. Like in the sauna, I find it's a different thing. It's it's not so quiet. It's no. Out, but you go under the water and it's like, this is quiet. And in the in the uh ice rocket that we have, it, it's kind of insulate it's like double insulated. So you mm-hmm. you're in and it's like everything's yeah. dampened yeah we should That's play with uh we should play with visual uh visual response like uh, as people are in the ice just like put up like pictures in front of them to see how they respond to it <laughs> like various scenes <laughs> well i think there's something that's a do. bit clockwork orange <laughs> <laughs> um music i really think there's something in music yeah. depending on what people want and as mm. as the experience grows it's like working with there are only a few things that i guess you can work with in the ice per se but one of them is i think is music to amp you up yeah and then certain questions yeah to, to kind of i think it's about release isn't it and like seeing things come up and mm. when we take people in it's it's really amazing to watch people transition between a reaction and then they respond to it yeah they yeah. like and then this softening comes and i think that's great and and kimmy does a similar thing with her you know the eye gaze and getting people in and yeah yeah exploring more than you you think you can do i, I i'm just really blown away by the by the ice mm. so and what it can do 
and I and I feel there are ideas with uh, with movement and with exercise. Yeah, and and incorporating or taking certain parts that can be done to to release and reconnect. Yeah, which which will be a twenty twenty project. Yeah, I feel sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, uh, this will probably be the last one of this year. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a, another just chat next week. Like a general roundup chat. Yeah. I think we did one last year, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Peace out. Have Merry Christmas. Breaks. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs>